Beautiful humans, welcome back to the I Like Birds podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rippey, and this podcast is dedicated to the non-believers, the confused believers, and the true believers, because I, at one time or another, was all three. So I'm here to help you get a better understanding of who Jesus is and what he's all about. I'd love to grow in our faith together. You learn as I learn. I like the Bible, and I like words, so therefore, I like birds. Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're having a great Friday so far. I hope your weekend is going to be spectacular. Welcome back to the I Like Birds podcast. And I have to tell you, this episode is one of my favorites of all time already. This is episode 21. I had the greatest conversation with my friends Garrett and Kaylin Fugler. If you haven't heard about this podcast before, I Like Birds, we're all about being real, raw, and radiant with our faith. And I actually first heard those words from my friend Kaylin, who is killing it herself in the podcast game. She actually has a podcast called Talk with a K. You can find it everywhere and anywhere. If it's your first time here on the show and you enjoy this episode, please do me a favor and subscribe and check out some past episodes that we've done because they're all very standalone and just so powerful. And definitely check out some future episodes, all right? So thank you again for being here. Uh, Garrett and Kaylin, they really joined me and they just, we talk all things Jesus, all right? They share their testimony on how they came to Jesus in such a drastic way. We also hear how they met. Uh, Kaylin knew that Garrett was her husband the minute she saw him because God told her. What? Crazy story. You have to hear it. I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. They both share their incredible story and explain how God speaks to them in the small moments of their life and even the big decisions, which to me was mind-blowing, so powerful, and just so real. They share what they uh, what called them to move across the country twice in 13 months. They went from Florida to California to Alabama in 13 months. Their hearts are admirable, and I learned so much from them in our hour-long conversation. And I believe listening to this conversation will help you understand when God is actually speaking to you as well. Uh, The whole conversation was filled with joy, goosebump moments, and emotional words. They share their dream of starting a nonprofit, and we talk about their gift of community and the voices they have for Jesus. And we also dive deep on how they push each other to love Jesus more in their marriage. And we talk the, the past, the insecurities, and what's going on in the world right now. Uh, right in front of us and uh, things that we don't might not actually know about. Everything we spoke about was in good faith. And I hope you guys listening gain from it the way I gain from it. We're all getting closer to God in this season. And let's keep it going. Please listen and please share everywhere. And also, again, follow Talk with a K podcast on Insta and check out her amazing podcast. Enjoy the conversation, y'all. Love you guys. So why did you guys move to Alabama? It was weird. We, uh, we, we got here to Alabama and it's like, I mean, I feel like I'm always asking the Lord, like, I just want more. I want to know you more. I want to, I want to seek your face more. I, I desire, I believe hunger is a gift. So I've been in seasons where I was just so hungry and wanted nothing but Jesus and getting in my prayer closet and getting in the word and, and seeking his face was just so easy. And I've been through seasons where it seemed like there was so much opposition. It was like I was fighting through a an invisible like army just to get to my prayer closet it was like everything wanted to just keep me like i had no desire to go there and so um i don't know we got to alabama it was like the lord just opened the floodgates on me and i got here and i was like just that i just started burning for him i don't know i was just like i need i need more i want more and so just really had some some sweet god time and some just sweet time in his presence here in alabama and uh and yeah, he's been kind of just laying some things in our hearts that I think are going to happen here in the future. And, um, and yeah, so Alabama has been good though. 
uh, we're, we're enjoying it so far. And I remember our conversation that we had over the phone. You told me that you've always kind of wanted to uh, be vocal about your faith and just kind of do more. And it seems like you've really put that, I think you spoke it into existence. I don't know if you've probably, you probably talked about it with a few other people besides just myself, but it really seemed like our conversation next thing I know, I see you kind of like, you're getting on fire, you're getting on fire. I feel like you were more confident into, into sharing like what you believe and you're sharing him like on a social presence. And then also just like in life, you could just tell you were like, you're in the, in the ring with them, you know? Yeah. I'll actually say, um, so you can, and I don't know if anyone else out there who would listen to this podcast would ever deal with this, but I'm, I'm to the point where I'm more of like, I'd call myself a seasoned Christian. Like I've been, I've, Kayla and I have been youth pastors. We've been young adult pastors. We've literally just, we hear the Lord say move across country and we do it. And it's just like, and we hear the Lord say move here and we go there. And, but having said that, I've got, I got to the point where I was so like getting just locked up with uh, just, I don't know enough. Like there's still so much more I need to unlock before I start kind of just sharing with the world. And it's not that I wouldn't share, of course, my friends and everyone who would look at me, you know, and see me, they'd, they'd see the way I live and they'd, you know, and I obviously I talk about Jesus and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's our passion, but and I, I do think your podcast is so powerful because I, I know you've been a Christian for a while, but it's like right when the Lord, I can tell, just grabbed your heart and started doing something with you, you were like, didn't waste any time. And it reminds me of something that happened with the apostles, but but it was like, you weren't like, okay, first I need to go to school or first I need to, you know, spend 10,000 hours in the Bible to become an expert. You were like, I'm I'm going to take what I know now and I'm going to start sharing. And and that honestly inspired me. So I was like, I was like, wow, like, like, why am I getting so caught up on like, well, I, I just need to go deeper. I need to know more. And I think some of that would be because I constantly surround myself in ministries that are super, super, super deep. And it can make me feel I'm not less adequate, but you know what I mean? Like, like, wow, like, you know, who really, who really could learn from me, but I'm also putting myself around people who, you know, this is all they do and go after for like all their life. You know what I mean? And so, um, I don't know. So I was really inspired just by your podcast. I've been listening to it. We both really love your podcast. It's powerful. It's relevant. Um, and yeah, it inspired me to just also remember that it's like the world needs this. There's people at all different levels. So what I have to say and what I can teach and what I can just tell people about Jesus, like someone out there, it, can cling to that and it can be exactly what they need and mm-hmm. Holy Spirit will get it to who needs it, you know? And do you feel, Kalen, do you feel that I, I kind of sense this just because I kind of know you guys very well. I feel like, would you attest to this that by, by following in Garrett's kind of, you know, walk of, of with Jesus that you've kind of blossomed as well and you feel the need to share Jesus even more on your own end because you see what, like what, what the Lord's doing on him. Yeah, for sure. Um, And I actually think too, like, it's really important that he is doing, you know, what he's doing, like being on fire for Jesus, because he is the head of the household, you know, he kind of like sets the tone. Um, But it's actually funny, because the last season, when we were in Reading, I was like on fire for Jesus. And so like, it's just interesting how God does that, because we kind of go like back and forth. Like, we, we were talking the other day how like, we are never like obviously we like Garrett saying we're seasoned so we love Jesus like it's not unusual to hear his voice all the time even when we're not spending as much time but it's like we're like going back and forth 
on our like flame. <laughs> yep. Again, we're both like, you know, constantly communing with him and like, you know, hearing yeah. him and like being led by him. But it's just like, there's different seasons where like, okay, he's like really going after it in the closet. And I'm kind of more like going after it in the living room with the yeah. whole family. You know what I mean? It's just like, we're kind of going back and forth. So it's funny, but it's definitely stirring up something in me right now for sure. Because, um, yeah, he's just leading the way, like putting worship on and going on prayer yeah. walk. And it's so funny because I didn't realize how much power that a marriage can have when it comes to your faith, because I see like, it's so funny because once uh, we kind of moved here and I felt like once we moved here, we really started living together, you know, and because we were on our own, like it was a whole new life. It was very like just different. And I was chasing a dream. She was like excited to be a mom. You know, she's want to be a mom her whole life. So she would play worship music all the time when, when Malachi was born, you know, like nonstop, like in the morning, at night, she would just have it on the YouTube while she did like other stuff, like playing with him or just doing anything she's doing around the house. And I just really feel like she, within doing that, really helped me kind of appreciate it because I always was just kind of like, I don't like that music. You know, I was always just like, I like hip hop, you know, even though it's like I go, I went to church on Sundays and I like the band and I like the music there. I never felt like I would ever memorize a, a worship song. I've never now like my playlist is like, like when the Spotify rankings come out for 2020, it's going to be nothing but like pretty much worship up there at the top, you know? And I just think it's interesting because I do feel like women, uh, I mean, like your, your spouse, I'm not gonna say woman, your spouse has such like a, an influence on your faith. And you guys, I feel like you guys are really, is that kind of how y'all met? I don't think I've ever asked you, is that how y'all met? Is through church? No? That's an exciting story. Should we share it? It's actually pretty cool. I mean, we did meet at church. We did meet at church. Okay. This is fun. Do you want like the intense version or like the power punch? What do you want? I'll eat the power punch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the difference of power punch and intense version. They sound the same. We don't want the power punch. He's talking about like super short. Like we need to add some details. Yeah, give okay. me, give me, give me some good. Give the people what they it's want. Good. So give it's some good. Go ahead. Okay, he's we we do this thing where we might interject and cut each other off. We still love each other, but we just have, you know, he's y'all have a lot of words. Yeah, y'all y'all are good. A lot of words, a lot of words. Yeah. So, I was in college and I was just crazy, like you know, drug, sex, alcohol, boys, all the things. And my brother, he already wants to cut me off. What? I feel like the story starts in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta give a backstory. Hold on. I wanna just give a backstory on where I was at because if you don't give any backstory, it's not yeah, cool. You definitely need uh you definitely need context of where like, Caitlin where was. Where was I? Yeah. Like yeah. okay, so I was just in the world completely. Like yeah. in the but world. Did you did you think you knew Jesus then? Let me ask you that real quick. Did you think you no. knew Jesus? You so you no. were like, no, it was just completely no. I knew I knew there was a God because I went to church like when I was little, but then me and my brothers, I started playing softball and they started playing baseball. So we got really good. And so mm-hmm. we started going to tournaments and church was out. Like we didn't have yeah, time. It was over. Okay. Yeah. So right, I was so in college. college. Yep. Chris is the my older brother, the middle brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like my example. He was partying, all that. He was my drug dealer. He would come visit me in Orlando. We would smoke. We would do, you know, all the things. And then he. You're about to mess it up. I'm not about to mess it up. I'm not about to mess it up. <laughs> so, okay. So something was happening. I'll let you talk, baby. So something was. <laughs> okay. Listen. So that's where I was here. I'll just say that's where I was. 
I was in no way, shape, or form trying to meet Jesus, okay? So this is where I was, just partying in the world in college. My brother, again, that was our relationship. He was my drug dealer. I looked up to him. We partied together. Now for the good stuff. All right, so I'm in the same way. My, my, my father's a pastor. I grew up in the church. Uh, but as they say, pastor's kids are the worst. Usually we get that rep because God's kind of shoved down our throat and uh, which sometimes leads to rebellion. You want to go the opposite way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was definitely me. I, uh, it's the enemy. I, I, yeah, I knew all about, I knew all about God, but I was really just through high school. I started getting into partying, uh, really into girls. And then after high school, got really into drugs and um, and just really in the wrong crowd. But you know, these were this was my group. But all we did was party, drugs. I was addicted to multiple drugs, addicted to tobacco, addicted to just about everything. And um, dang, yeah. And then, long story short, and this is kind of where I won't get into it super long. This is a more condensed version, just because our story literally could take an hour. But um, the Lord just started to do something in me and I got a few different prophetic words because I was still going to church. Like I'd still go to church, probably just to feel better about myself, but, um, but I wasn't living it in any way, shape or form. And I got a few different prophetic words that led to me kind of just being like, huh, that's interesting. And then one night I just remember, I don't even, I don't even can't, can't really even go into detail how it happened. The Lord just in a moment is almost just like, this is how I always explain it to me. To me, the only thing that I can like relate it to is like uh, the song, me and uh, grandma got ran over by reindeer coming home from my house Christmas Eve. People say there's no such thing as Santa, me and grandma, we believe. One night, it's like I got ran over by Holy Spirit. It's like mm. he just encountered me. I, I got, I was literally set free from all drugs, from, from like partying, from, from everything in an instant. I just no longer had a desire for any of it. And I just fell madly in love with the Lord, like in a night, like in a moment. I was in his presence Whoa. and he just, everything fell off, chains, everything. And this happened and, when you were at church or when, when did this happen? Like what, no, what was, I like went home um, and I, I remember, I think going into my room and, and again, there are some prophetic words that I had gotten that made me like really start to think about mm. what the Lord was saying to me. And it was from like three different people who didn't know each other that all gave me the same word essentially. And I was like, what is, Ooh. this is weird. And, um, and so I just remember going like into my room and being like, all right, God, I'm not really, don't really know much about this, but I just want to like pretty much pray and try to talk to you. And then like in that moment, he just like flooded in the room and I felt his presence. And, and so, um, my wife's doing the finger for me to, to, to hurry up. So I guess she's ready for me to get to the next part of the story. Maybe no one would see that if you didn't say that. <laughs> okay. So anyways, I get radically just set free and just, again, encountered by Jesus, ran over by Holy Spirit. And so I go to, to my whole group of friends and my drug dealer, and who's all just in, my, in our clique. And I'm like, hey, I can't run with you guys anymore. I was like, ooh, I like that. I, was I like, can't yeah. run with you guys anymore. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm like, getting out the game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, something happened in me. I was like, the, the Lord's changed me. And uh, I just, I can't, I can't live this way anymore. So, so I, I literally, I just break out of that group. Cause I know that I can't keep going both ways. And, my, 
and my drug dealer calls me two days later, maybe three days. I get that part, sorry, confused. But And he says, pretty much in essence, whatever it is that you have, I want. And I was Ooh. like, I was like, all right, meet me at church Sunday morning. He's it's like, all right. Down. I got chills. So he meets me at church Sunday morning and he gets radically just saved, delivered, set free. He goes Ooh. back to, to the same group and was like, hey, same thing, not running with you anymore. He becomes my best friend because now him and I just came from the world and from darkness and into light and fall in love with Jesus together. So it's like, he was like my friend in the world, but like now he's like my friend in the light. And so this is why I was saying this part of the story needs to come first because he starts bringing his family to church. You're missing stuff. This is a cool part. Okay. So then I come home from college for summer and yeah. my brother is like, I met Jesus and you got to come to church with me. I'm like, what? So my brother was our drug dealer. Okay. So I hadn't met Garrett. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> he was my drug dealer. Garrett's drug dealer. Now yeah. Garrett's best friend. Now they're both in love with Jesus. And he's telling me my that. My drug dealer turned best friend is my wife's brother yes that so is the crux oh, that the is god oh, wait listen this is the cool part so That's i'll make this super quick because i know this is getting long but so pretty much he tells me i need to come to church and he's bothering me about it and he won't shut up so i'm like fine i'll go but i'm going on a wednesday I'm not going on a sunday so i go on a wednesday and there's this prophet there who's prophesying over people so when garrett's saying like prophetic words this is for your listeners if they don't know. Like a prophetic mm-hmm. word is pretty much just someone hearing from God and telling you what they hear. So there's a prophet there who's doing that, who's hearing from God and, and just giving prophetic words over people. And I'm like, this is such a sham. This is such a sham. This is crazy. So anyway, he comes to me and he pretty much reads my mail. And I'm like crying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, God is real. So I leave and I call my, my best friend at the time. I'm like, hey, God is real but I still want to smoke weed tonight. And she's like, Oh, okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Come over. So I go over. So now I know God's real, but I'm like, just not totally convinced still. So I go over, we smoke weed. I stay out, I stay at my friend's house. I go to work the next day. My brother calls me who, you know, is our Mm -hmm. here brother calls me and he's like, Hey, it's going to sound weird, but I just feel like God told me you smoked weed last night. I was like, what? So now I knew like God is real and he speaks to people. And I'm like, like for real, like personal stuff. I'm like, okay. And I just like break down. I'm like, all right, I'm going to church. So anyway, so then I go to church Sunday and I walk, you know, he's like, you got to meet my best friend, blah, blah, blah. So I walk up to Garrett and shake his hand and I hear God say, I don't know it's God at this point, but I hear God say, this is your husband. And I'm like, what? Anyway. And then short story, he dates. You even went and told, told I told my dad, dad. my dad thought I was nuts because he's like, okay, you just started going to church and you are just met this guy and you're saying he's your husband. And it was just God, like just showing off almost. And, and then uh-huh. Garrett actually found out he was dating another girl and they dated for six months. The whole time God just told me, this is your husband, but it was a really special time. Cause I just got to like fall in love with Jesus first. And, like, yeah. Yeah. And just build a foundation. And then Garrett six months later, he was walking in to buy her an engagement ring and God told him to stop. And so Ooh. he went, yeah. And so, and this whole time I'm like, um, hello. Yeah, it's really good. I this mean, even the, the details are crazy, but the so details he, are all gone. So like, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, and he going. goes home and he prays and fasts for a week and he is like trying to figure out what do you mean? Stop. And, 
anyway, so he, I don't know if you want to tell this part more, but pretty much he had, he went and ended it with her. And obviously that was hard because they did love each other and she's amazing and stuff. So it was tough. Like it wasn't Dang. easy, but the Lord was like clearly Dang. trying to do something. So then like he but broke up with her. At that point, like all the Lord told me is you're not in the right place and you're not where I'm, you know, you've kind of, you're not where I, I pointed you in the direction to be. And, and again, I, I didn't hear like him clearly speaking from the sky, but I knew that he was saying, cause he told me stop in K jewelers that, that he wasn't wanting me to move forward in marrying this woman who was a woman who loved God and who was in the church. And so it was surprising. So I just remember being devastated. I remember being crying. I remember like when he told me that, like just crying and telling him like, fine, like, but I don't ever want to have to go through this again. So I'm just going to be a nun. It's just going to be me and you Lord, like forget it then. And uh, that was a joke. So I'm a boy and nuns are girls, but, but, uh, but yeah, I just remember being like, okay, well, I don't want to love anyone that I just want to love you because I can't go through this again. And I literally remember thinking that I would not like ever love a girl again. Like I was just totally set. It's like, okay, it's just going to be me and you Lord. And then two nights later, two nights later, <laughs> I, we are in a young adult meeting that we were leaders at. We weren't pastors of this one. And Kaylin's actually speaking that night. And as she's speaking, I'm looking at her and I kid you not, I literally just looking at her, I fell deeply in love with her in a moment as as much or more than any woman I've ever loved, like in a moment. I just felt madly in love with her as I was looking at her. And oh I was gosh. like, what is happening? It's my favorite part of the story. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let me hear that again. <laughs> So then obviously our, how, how it happened and we got married very quickly and the Lord did amazing things. Literally our, our, our whole story is pretty, it's pretty spectacular because God's in every detail and he did amazing things through it all, but we won't take up the whole podcast yeah, telling our story. So. I mean, all right, I have something to talk. I have to, I have something to say. Uh, first of all, I didn't know God was such a fan of the rebound. <laughs> <laughs> right? right? God loves a good rebound. Uh, <laughs> All right. And then also, all right. So two things. One, I really want to talk about this because I've always felt that from my experiences of being friends with both y'all, I've always felt that you guys, since y'all both have known Jesus and since we became better friends from, from after uh, college and whatnot, I feel that you've always been so vocal about listening to God and hearing God. And then you also mentioned in your story, Kaylin uh, and Garrett, prophetic uh, words being spoken to you. So therefore, I'm wondering if you guys feel and are confident in, in saying this, that you guys do have the gift of prophecy. Let me say something real quick here, because there's a lot of ways to hear God. So, and I know this can be kind of a deep topic, but for yeah. any skeptics out there, if you go look, Paul said that all should desire to prophesy. He says there's different giftings. I think he goes into tongues and this and that. I can't mm -hmm. remember verbatim, but he said, but all should desire to prophesy. And so, uh, like we said, prophesying is just hearing the, hearing the Lord's voice and kind of, it's just like Jesus. Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father doing and I only say what I hear the Father saying. But if you're not in tune, if you're not in the right station, hearing and seeing what, what God's doing and where, what direction he's pointing you in, you know what I'm saying, then, then you can't do that. And so, I just real quickly, I want to say, so there's the logos, which is the Hebrew word for for God's word, which is the written word. It's the Bible. And then there's the rhema word, which is the what's God saying right now in the moment. 
So if you go look those up, there's the logos, it's the written word, and there's the rhema, it's what's God speaking right now. An example of that is if you think back to Abraham sacrificing Isaac, God told him to go sacrifice his son. But if he's not listening to what God is saying now, then he's got a dead son on his hand. So he, was, he, he went on with what he was, God told him to do, but if he's not still in the process and in the moment of listening to what God is saying currently, then he doesn't hear God say stop. You know what I'm saying? Right before yeah. he sacrifices the son. And so, yeah, we do believe it's, an, it's super important to just uh, build a lifestyle of just being in tune and in union, as the Bible says, with just with Holy Spirit and with the Lord. And uh, do you have anything else you want to add to that? I was going to say that Garrett, because there's definitely mantles of gifting. Garrett definitely is a prophet. Like he hears God on really big things, really small things. Like he's constantly hearing God. But like Garrett's saying, I do think it's also, you can be gifted in prophecy. And I know I hear God very clearly, like on little things, little day-to-day things. But that's because I've, you know, sit down and talk with him and or talk with him throughout my day. So just like me and you are talking. Mm-hmm. That's how we should be able to hear God because he's our friend, you know? And so we, the more that we talk to him and hear him, it just becomes easier. It's like a muscle. So it should be, it, and again, this isn't always how it is for us. Yeah. Like sometimes it's different for everybody, be, I feel like in their yeah, relationship and, with, with the Lord. Yeah. Right. And even t- in different months and days, like maybe I won't hear him for a couple of days or a week. It's just, it just depends. But when you're walking with him closely, you know, we should be able to have our ear turn to him to hear what he's saying, you know, man, I, I vote. Yeah, go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say. say. He says in the word, he says, my sheep hear me and they know my voice. So I believe that every believer uh, who has the spirit deposited in them, which is everyone who believes in Jesus um, should be able to, to hear, like, I don't believe he just wants to speak to some people. I believe he's, he's speaking to all people, just not everyone's listening. And like she said, it's not something that that um, sometimes it's like a still small voice in your spirit. Sometimes, you know, it can be an audible voice of God. I've personally never heard that, but I've met people who have, um, you know, and so it's, but so I believe whoever's out there, whoever's listening, God is speaking to you. It's just learning to, to listen to his voice and it's learning to know his voice, which comes through intimacy with him which comes from the secret place, from time spent with him. The more you know him, Mm. the more you're able to hear him and see him as Jesus would constantly retreat to the mountainside to be alone with the father. And that's how he was able to know what the father was saying and doing at all times, you know? Yeah. I I'm cause I, I'm so curious about that because I, I don't question if I hear God, I just question if I am going to hear God more in the future, you know, like I'm, I'm curious as to, Cause I feel like God speaks to me like when I'm in my prayer time or alone time, as far as reading the word, I feel like thoughts will pop into my head that weren't mine. So nice. I don't know if that's him talking to me. Cause I don't feel it as an audible thing. I don't feel, feel, I don't feel it as like a little voice. I just feel it as kind of like, for instance, like I'll be reading something, something will really speak out to me. And then I'll feel, I'll think about somebody that I need to reach out to and actually send a message to them in regards to what I'm reading and kind of give them words that they needed to hear. And it's like happened so much already in just two months of doing the podcast and then just being, you know, I've been doing the, the word for about three and a half to four months now, but uh, it's just, it's so interesting because I don't know if that is hearing God or if that's just God has given me like through him kind of things to do for him, you know? So it's, I'm very right. curious as to in the future, if I'm going to actually feel confident in me saying that I do hear God. 
I'll tell you something that's really interesting. And um, if you know me, I'm not a liar. I love the Lord way too much to lie about something like this. So for all you out there listening, but in my prayer time today, I felt like the Lord showed me that we are going to talk about prophecy on this podcast, which you didn't say anything about us talking about prophecy. And, and I literally felt like that's where we were going to go. And I already had some things in my heart to say about it. It's funny because I don't even know who brought up prophecy in this. I think you asked, actually you did, you asked about what it's like hearing the Lord. And so anyways, I think that's cool. Um, and yeah, I absolutely know you are hearing the Lord because yeah, I, I see it in the fruit of what you're doing. And as you continue to draw near to him and like, none of us know him fully, you know what I'm saying? It's like, we'll never know mm-hmm. him fully until we're in his presence. So it's like Christians who are, who, who are claiming to be bored with this, like walk with Jesus, like they're doing something wrong because he's so much bigger than we could ever imagine. Like, like he's literally outside of time. If if he's literally at the moment you're born, the moment you presently are right now, as you're listening to this and the moment you you're going to die, he's there at the same time. Like mm. there's no past present. Like he's just yeah. there. He says, yeah, we invented I, I am. Time. Yeah. And so it's just like, he's, we, we've just tried to put God in a box, especially in America. I can't speak for all countries, but we've, we've tried to, you know, just put God in a box and he's just way too big. He wants to break out of it. And he, wants to set people free and he wants us to love people. And I don't know, I, I get passionate about it, but he's good and he's amazing. Do you have anything to add to that, Kaylin? As far as like, cause Kaylin, you say you, you, you heard God say that this is your husband and that was before you even knew that it was God, like what God's voice was to you. So how, how would you describe that moment? Like, was it, how did that feel? So, yeah, it's just kind of like you said, it was a thought that I had in my head And I think so often, like we just dismiss those and sometimes we shouldn't, you know, and for some reason, I obviously think God didn't let me because of, you know, he, he needed us to be married, (laughs) but there's times that it'll be something small, like, you know, go tell that person she looks great today. And you just are like, well, that was weird. And you don't do it. So it was just kind of like that. It was Mm. a thought that I had that was like, like I literally in my head was like, oh, that was weird. Like, I don't even know this guy, but then I, it just kept coming to my mind. And I think I, I think what's important too, is like when you hear God or you think you hear God is to act on it. So like you're saying, you actually send the message. Mm -hmm. Like I acted on it by obviously not running and going and telling him, but running it, telling my dad, like I needed to speak it out Mm -hmm. and kind of like see, okay was this God, you know, because especially I think it's important to do that with people that you trust who are hearing God. Like when we made the move cross country from Florida to California, we actually like knew, we knew that we knew that we heard God, but we also know that we're human. So we went to different people and said, Hey, we really feel like God's telling us to move to California. Can you pray on that and let us know what you think? And just kind of let people also put it out. Like, I think, I just think it's important to act on it. Because the worst that could happen for little things, don't, I'm not telling anyone to move across country, but I'm saying for the little things, like things that you think, like the worst that could happen is you miss it. But if you don't start acting it out and like trying to walk out whatever you heard or you think you heard, you'll never know if it was God or not. The only way right. you can do that is by, it's like, so if I feel like God's telling me to tell Garrett, hey, you really need to go and talk to my brother about this and I don't tell him I'm never going to know. But if I go mm-hmm. and tell him and he's like, Oh my gosh, I've been thinking about that. Hey, it's like, boom. I, 
Yeah, yeah. I just heard God. Okay, I need to keep doing that. And then you just become so familiar with his voice and how he speaks that mm, the next time you're just more confident. And then, and then you just are in relationship with him. And that's just how it works. And you know, hey, he said this. Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, and we can even still miss it. But if you yeah. never act it out or speak it out, it's, you're never going to be able to see, hey, was that God? Well, the Bible says we know in part and we prophesy in part. And I know you and I have both got it wrong before, but right. um, I like to tell a story because it happened fairly recently. And this is what it can look like. Again, it doesn't, sometimes it's little things. Sometimes it, we, it's just different. But most recently, before we left Reading, we were at a round table in a marriage actually class. And there was a couple next to us and, um, and Kaylin just starts speaking to this girl and it just turns into prophecy where she just starts telling this girl what she's seeing for her. Um, it's, it's a girl in our group and we really don't know them very well, but Kaylin starts telling her and I'm going to mess up kind of the details, but Kaylin's like, I just like was praying over you and I saw you like running through a field and there were like trees on both sides. And then I saw you like dancing in the middle or yada, yada, yada. I don't remember all the details, but as Kaylin's speaking, you see this girl's face just start to shift. And she's like, like looking at Kaylin, like starts looking at her like she's looking at a ghost almost. Um, and then when Kaylin finishes, the girl's jaw just drops and she goes, I think she was like shaking too. She was like, I literally just dreamt everything you said last night. I had Ooh. a dream. It was verbatim what you said. So in that instance, you know, that can be important because that girl could have just had that dream and been like, okay, well, that was just a dream. But the Lord was really trying to show her like, no, like there's something in this dream I'm really wanting to show you or wanting you to see, you know, that I'm doing or, or saying to you. And so it was powerful because it was like, you know, whatever. And so I yeah. just want to brag on her. And that's a cool example of how prophecy can look sometimes. Yeah. And Kaylin, you even did that when we had dinner that one time at Javier and Danielle's place. Uh, you you said, like, I need to listen to Catherine, whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but you have to listen to her about something, something big. You, you told us that. And then I don't know what that was, but I will tell you that every single time I don't listen to her, things just don't go or don't go well. Like, and it's not, it's not, it's not, and I promise it's not like the woman is always right scenario. That's a very like naive way of thinking. It's legit because she just, she already passed the test on Jesus. Like she's known Jesus like her whole life. You know, she's had such a good relationship with him with like, she doesn't like, I have to be a nerd. You know, I have to like, I have to read, I have to get in it. I have to get weird. You know, she can just, she's already like, she's already done the work, you know? And not saying, I'm not saying that in a way in a, that you have to, you can just, go on cruise control but she legit does right. such more things than it is of just like studying you know she does everything uh in a jesus way that that uh she like she pushes me and inspires me so much more because she just knows she's so logical too i feel like when you when you love jesus you're logical you know like she thinks of things that i don't i think on emotion she thinks on logic and i think she has that because she knows jesus you know so you definitely spoke that out and it really us talking about this now kind of reminds me of that moment because I do remember that it was very like vivid in my memory of like that really stuck out when you said that because I just kept thinking like what is it what what, what was she like what what, what, what do you like because I believed it you know I believed what you said and then yeah. I think I think in in all honesty it's just kind of in general just to listen to her because she kind of already you know she already knows God way more than I have in my past and she's just always just like actively seeking him and like loving him and, and worshiping him and just like you know, she's great, you know, and, and I think that that's awesome that you guys are in that, in that moment of togetherness, as far as like listening to each other about what God tells you. And then what do you think God's, uh, 
purpose was for you guys going to Reading? Because I feel like y'all were there very briefly. Uh, I feel like you got a job, Kaylin, uh, quickly. I feel like, Garrett, you took a job quickly. You guys were in the camper. Then I saw you guys were in the apartment with a nice view. And then uh, I feel like you guys got called to Alabama. I mean, it was, it was it like, can you describe that for me? Because I'm very curious, and I feel like people – listening are right now in a season where because me and my family are in the season as well it's like we don't really know what we want to do right now we don't know where we want to go we don't know where we want to live we don't have anything tying us here except like her family lives here but in in i feel like people right now all over the world all over america for the most part and the world are really considering moving and really considering starting a new life in a different place can you guys describe that for me yeah so we might have differing things for what it did for us Mm -hmm. you know individually but so it definitely did a couple things Um, and I'm just going to talk about them practically. Like one thing was me getting my property manager job there Mm -hmm. made absolutely no sense, but it set me up for an amazing job that I have now where I got a big pay increase. But like when I went to my interview there as a leasing agent with leasing agent experience, district manager interviewing me said, what position are you here for? I said, Oh, a leasing agent. And she said, okay, I'm going to stop you right there. I think you have what it takes to be a property manager. I'm going to ask you that again. And we literally had talked for two minutes. So God was just all over that. And she asked me again and I said, property manager, and they hired me for property manager. So that was something huge because that is a big source of our income. I also think it was important for us to break away from our family. I know that sounds weird. We love our family, but there was a, almost like a, we have to please them. We need their approval. You know, oh my gosh, they think we're not doing enough. And I almost feel like God wanted to get us out of that because now we are so, I mean, we've always been sure of ourselves, but especially for me and my parents, like I'm the baby, I'm the only daughter, I'm the only one married, the only one with kids. So there's like so much pressure to be around doing this. Yeah. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. So he kind of had to pull us away to be on our own so that we knew like our foundations on him and the only opinion that we truly need is his. And I also think he was kind of setting us up for, cause we were there a little bit over a year. So we got there May 12th, 2019 and we moved June 5th, 2020. So we were there for a little bit over a year. And I think part of it was like, Hey, are you going to say yes to this big thing? Because if you do, I have another big thing. So, cause we moved across country twice in a yeah. year, you know? So it's like, I think he, it, it, I think it was a combination of things. And then of course, to go, to be able to go to Reading and go to Bethel, like, I experienced, but both of us did. But for me, like being there, like I just Whoa. was just fell in love with Jesus and was like a mess and just set on fire again. And um, I mean, there was just, there was a lot. And we, I also think I'm babbling now because as we're talking, I'm getting revelation of like, yeah, oh yeah, no. and this, oh yeah, and this. I also think God showed us how in these people like that we built community with there, they spoke this over us, like that we have a gift of community. And so I think he, mm. that we were able to, to see, oh my gosh, we love community, which we knew that, but we actually have a gift of building community. And so mm. God is going to be able to send us wherever. If he sends us somewhere else in six months, I don't think you that's going to happen. You have new friends, but, new, new this, new that. Yeah. But we, can, we are confident in knowing we can build community, but we also want to teach other people. 
because when you move and stuff, it's kind of like isolating. Like you're like, oh my gosh, I have to start over. But we realize like we have a gift of that because he's given it to us. Everything that we have, he's given us. But mm -hmm. now we can teach other people and people don't have to feel like they're stuck in one place or afraid to leave or for any reason. Right. And so I think for me, it was a lot of things. And then I'll let Garrett share whatever he feels like. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just, I think the number one thing is just obedience. He's teaching us obedience. The Bible mm -hmm. says Jesus learned obedience. And so it's like, um, just sometimes you don't even know like why, right. Uh, right. why you're doing something for Reading. It was pretty super clear because, uh, if you don't know that story, I, we were watching a message one night and the Lord literally I felt in my spirit and the way I, I hear the Lord sometimes I just like everything in my spirit starts to like explode and I like start, I just start to feel the presence of the Lord and I just heard him say like if like go to Reading uh is the short version of what I heard him say and so I remember telling Kayla I was like hey I felt like the Lord's telling us to go to Reading and she was like no and I was like, uh, and I was like, okay, that's, that's cool. I'm just letting, I'm just letting you know, that's what I feel like I heard. And, but if you don't feel like you, you're on the same page there, then by all means we, we, we won't go. But uh, if it is the Lord's will, I want him to show you. And, and so then she remembered a dream she had that she started to correlate with, wow, maybe that's what the Lord was showing me in a dream I had a week ago, but then she still wasn't sure. So then she asked the Lord to show her again. And, um, and a friend that we used to be really good friends with that had lived in Miami for like six months to a year. We hadn't really been in contact with texted her. And it's like, I had a dream last night and um, I'll mess up the dream. But she's like, in essence, in the dream, your family, God was calling your family to do something really big. And a lot of people were going to come against it. But God said, you know, it's for me and to go and to go in faith and I'm going to bless it. And we were like, uh, wow. And at that point we had, we had had a lot of opposition from family and some other people who were like, y'all are making a mistake. Don't go, don't move across country. Don't go to Bethel, Bethel, you know, depending on what world you're in and the Christianese, uh, you know, either has a really bad rep or a really great rep. So, um, which I would like to say on Bethel's behalf, because one thing that I always see come up from Bethel and it's coming from two people who are there from a year, they do not do any practicing or sketchy things, um, yeah. anything of, of, of grave soaking. There's no something called grave soaking. soaking Bro, there's so much fake news everywhere. There's even fake news fake in news. the stinking Christianity world, man. It drives me insane. Hashtag fake news. Yeah. Fake news is so real, dude. <laughs> fake news is more yeah. real than the news. <laughs> yeah. So, so what um, yeah, no, I mean, I feel like I got, I got a lot from writing. I, I feel like, again, it was... Like, kind of like you said, the Lord teaching, like, okay, can you trust me? It's like, I'm saying to go, it's like when he told, when he told Abraham, and this is for anyone out there who may feel stuck, um, you know, he told Abraham, and this message always on my heart, so if you've talked to me more than once, you've probably heard me talk on this, but um, he told Abraham, go to a land, and I will, he said, go, and I will show you a land, and so it's like, we're in a society today where, like, we want a five-point plan, like okay lord i need you to show me exactly how this is going to work out i need you to show me all the details and once you show me all this then, then I'll, I'll trust you and i'll yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, but it's like with Abraham, he was like, he literally told Abraham to start packing up. And when he was on the way, he would show him where he was taking him. And it's like, can you imagine packing up your house and, and literally getting on the road and not knowing exactly where the Lord's taking you yet? It's like, that's kind of what it felt like for us. We weren't sure what all writing was going to bring, but we just felt so much freedom uh, happen there. And even, and again, we don't even know the ramifications from what saying yes to the Lord has done. You know, I think it go, it's going to literally something that's going to ripple for the rest of our lives because of that. Yes. Um, but for one, for me, I know that one thing that he said that he would do if we went and that started to happen is he said that he was going to unlock the vision that we'd been longing for. And we've been asking him to give us vision. Cause again, we've been pastors and we were like, but we had just lost vision for what he wanted to do with our lives. Um, and so, wow. <clears throat> excuse me, like I, I said, there's just, just more and more. It's like right when we moved to Alabama, he just started to open the floodgates. We're starting to like see things. There's, there's ministry aspirations and things stirring up in us. Um, ultimately we just love people, but so, so yeah, I mean, I, there's just, that's a, a quick answer. Just there's so much he did with us in that season and, we're just excited to see kind of what this transition to this season brings. So, yeah, why Alabama? It's a good question. <laughs> we just felt like God said go to Alabama. Like that's just like how we live. But like, yeah. we- I don't feel like it was as clear. Just, just for so everyone knows, because like we heard the Lord say go to Reading. We didn't specifically hear the Lord say go to Alabama, um, but there were some desires that were on our heart that mm-hmm. we wanted. And we like, we were looking in like Tennessee, looking in North Carolina. We were like looking on this side of the U S and just asking the Lord, okay, show us. But sometimes the Lord, like this can actually make you real uncomfortable. It's like, sometimes the Lord doesn't want to just show you exactly where he wants to. Sometimes he just wants you to like choose and just to show you that he trusts you and he'll bless you. And so it's like, so it can be, it's way easier to hear the Lord say, go do this um then it is sometimes when the lord's like listen i love you and i'm going to partner with whatever your desires are because it says it gives you the desires of your heart and so but he did tell us both it was time to leave california yeah we, so we, it's not like yeah. we just packed up and left again he did say yeah. like he spoke to both of us like hey yeah. it's time your, your time, time here is up. done yeah, yeah. And, and it makes so much like if you look at it even now it's only been a a month and some change but even if you look at it now look what they're doing over there like right oh right. my gosh they're they're so left field, left yeah. field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's like, it's, it, I'm so, I was like, when I saw, uh, I think it was last week when I saw them shut down everything again, I was like, my heart felt so happy for you and my friend Olivier. <laughs> he was out there in California and he came back to Tampa uh, oh, yeah. in the beginning of everything. And I was just yeah. so happy for y'all because I was like, man, Oh, that's just got to be a nightmare out there. And it's just got to be, especially with the amount of money and with everything that they're trying to just do out there, like under the tape, like it's in Hollywood's out there. And you guys know, uh, you've been big on, on Hollywood and what's going on, uh, in the deep roots of it. And I don't feel like yeah. this is the place for that to talk about it as much. And I mean, I kind of do think we should talk about it a little bit, but don't get her down that rabbit hole, bro. I know, I know, I know. But th- this may go along with my next question and feel, feel totally honest. You could totally share everything you, you feel is on your heart. Cause I, you guys are great people. You guys, I mean, my listeners know the deal. Like I, I've, I've said a, a couple curse words. I've said a couple jokes on the podcast. People will be fine. All right. And it's, we're not, whatever. I don't, PC, we, we, we're, not, we're not doing that. What we don't was, believe in masks, so we we yeah we already we already got that out of the way. We don't believe in masks. Uh, <laughs> we're real, bro. No, no, yeah. no. I mean, like, we don't believe in like 
wearing a mask. Wearing yes. a mask. Yes. Yeah, like I'm Thank just. You. I, I'm not talking about Corona. I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about like we just want to be real, authentic. Yeah, authentic, like, real. We're not, we're not perfect. Like yeah. You know, so the thing we're is, very though, open it, it gets our flaws. And like that's the thing about loving Jesus and like loving people and loving uh, justice and and goodness is that you're going to have stuff that's heavy and things are allowed to be heavy in discussions because that's how you get to the bot, like not to the bottom of it, but you get, uh, you, ex you expose things, you get people listening, you, you get people paying attention. And I think that so much is like media driven as far as like what the discussions are being about right now. And I feel like that us people we're actually rising up and we're making our own uh, discussions and conversations about what's going on right now. And I think right. it's been awesome. I mentioned it on the last podcast, uh, about, there's some stuff going on, you know, like the truth is going to come out eventually about with, with Epstein, Epstein and, and with Hillary and with Obama and just so many things that are coming to the surface and coming to the light by people actually, you know, uh, feeling comfortable and confident and exposing the truth. And I was going to ask y'all, my next question was going to be like, what's next for y'all. Um, and I'd love for you, you kind of, Kaylin, I kind of saw what's been on your heart lately, uh, with, uh, human trafficking going on and whatnot. And then me and my, my wife have been talking about it a lot lately. And, uh, me and my wife's mom has been talking about it a lot lately because it all comes down to people and it all comes down to lives and whatnot. So I'd love to uh, hear you share uh, some things that you've been experiencing as far as uh, that route of what you've been uh, feeling on your heart. Yeah. So we, I mean, we have so many dreams. We always do, but we, I feel like we're, there's some specific ones that we're running after right now. And for me, like you said, human sex trafficking has been huge and heavy on my heart and I've become aware of it for just months now and I've just had seasons of I'm just like crying on the floor not seasons like moments or nights where I just cry on the floor because I'm like I don't even know what to do and then mm -hmm. this Wayfair stuff came out and regardless of what is happening with Wayfair it just re-brought it up like this yeah. is like real you know and so I was just in bed we're in bed and I'm like reading stuff and I'm just crying and yelling at Garrett, not like at him, but I'm just like angry at what's mm -hmm. happening. And yeah. that these kids and it's just, it's She's literally horrific. yelling at me. Like, what do we do? Yeah. I was yelling. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like don't can't. yell at me, bro. I don't know. I was like, yeah. we'll figure it out. Cause <laughs> it's like, there's a point where like you are aware of stuff. And then there's a point where it's like, I have to take action. Action. This, yeah. You know? And so our dream right now and we're gonna make it happen somewhere or another like we, we've committed we are gonna be we're fighting human sex trafficking and our dream is to start a nonprofit for it mm, for human sex trafficking go. to not only save people out of human sex trafficking to show them get, jesus show them jesus this is okay here i'm just gonna lay out our lay dream. it out let's go we're baby. gonna speak it and you can input it anytime yeah, this is our go. dream because we moved here with hopes of Garrett and my brother and another friend starting a gun range, okay? Mm -hmm. So for a gun range, you need a lot of land. And so either way, we need the land. <laughs> so that's still part of the plan. I still think they're gonna start a gun range, but again, we have so many dreams. Um, so we're, we wanna buy land and we wanna start a nonprofit and we want to save children, get them out of this. Okay, again, this is the dream. We're gonna start small, but get them out of sex trafficking. We want to build like a, I don't even know compound. what to call it, like a compound almost where we can bring these sex traffic, if we can't find their parents or whatever, where we can actually bring them into a beautiful home, you know, feed them, clothe them, love them, 
share Jesus with them Mm -hmm. and restore them. And then also we want to have another part of the nonprofit that is arresting and, you know, doing whatever you need to do to these pedophiles and the people who are caught doing this stuff. So we want it like twofold. We don't just want to, of course we want to save the kids and the teenagers and the people, but but we also want justice. justice. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't want those people to, you know, lose one trafficker and gain another one. Like we want that stop so that's like the dream that we have like we feel like i could cry um i just want to do it so bad <laughs> yeah and and as like it's so it's so it's so interesting because my wife is in the same boat you know like she's sharing with me and it's like i'm kind of like i i i it's funny because i think i said something the other night that i don't think was very like i i didn't think before i spoke because i said something that i kind of regret now that i'm thinking about it i said that uh be careful. I don't want you like clouding your mind with too much of this because like, I think it'll affect your like your heart and your spirit. But then again, she was like, no, no, like it's not going to affect anything. It's going to be the opposite. It's going to make, it's going to impact change. It's going to impact awareness. It's going to, it's going to do things, you know, like good things. And I'm, I always say like, I don't really want to share anything like political or anything like that's uh, like negative on social media, like, because that's not really my vibe and whatnot. But at the same time, it's like, that is such a problem and it's such a thing that we need to change and we need to actually bring awareness because once awareness is brought, we clearly see once awareness is brought the amount of change that can happen as far as uh, even just health reasons, as far as uh, the Black Lives Matter movement reasons, like you can see change happens once people actually speak up. You see it with uh, pride as well. Like, I mean, the entire gay community, they, they put on so hard for equal rights that they actually got them. You know, if you put on for something and you, you, you voice it, it does happen and change does happen. So I think that's awesome that that's your dream. Yeah. What were you going to say? Um, I don't know. I was going to say anything. I was going to say, yeah, that's it. That's one thing the Lord truly just been stirring in our hearts is to, to go after that. And, and as to what you're saying about what you're telling her, you're right to a degree in a sense that, we, we've both been there, especially in the last six months where it's like, you can get so just distracted following rabbit holes and conspiracy yeah. theories and all the darkness that can become mm-hmm. overwhelming. But what, what Catherine was saying, which is true is God called us to be a light in the darkness. And, you know, he called us to care for the widows and the orphans and to feed the hungry and to clothe the naked. And so it's mm-hmm. like, you act, absolutely have to, to take action on certain things, but I completely get what you're saying. Cause there are some things that we'll start following the rabbit hole and we're like, you know what, this just isn't good for our spirit. It's not anything that we can actually do. And so is this really filling me with, with anything positive or is it just distracting me from, from, you know, kind of what the Lord's saying and doing. And so, um, so yeah, yeah. it's definitely a balance because she, she's the type of person where she can like read about it and kind of like her spirit can be not okay, but she can shut it off. I can't shut it off. You know, I let like things like that, I'm so emotional like and I never even thought I was I just always suppress my emotions my entire life but I'm so emotional that it would like ruin my day it would ruin my entire like the way I am you know and I I just know that so I I try to stay away from all that stuff just because I know that like the mind is very the the mind is very corruptible you know and it's like I'm not saying like I'm gonna see it and then you know want to be a part of it I'm just saying like I'll see and I'll just be so like hurt and so like and that's the thing and that's how you are Kaylin you feel like you're you're hurt you're emotional about it but you're also taking taking action I love that you shared what you did today and uh because I was even thinking last night when I was having this conversation with my mother-in-law and Catherine that I was like man what can you do like what can Mm -hmm. you do you know and I think it's so cool you even put in your comments today 
on your uh, Facebook about uh, what the training program that you're going to go through just so you can be aware of it. And then it made me flash back to my boss telling me this story, my previous boss, that she was on an airplane and there was a super sketchy situation with a mom or not even a mom, an older woman and a younger, young girl. And, uh, it was just that she can just tell something was off. Something was weird. She, she was talking to the girl, the girl being very like, uh, timid and just very shy and not in a like normal shy way. And then at, they were talking for a second and asked about, uh, is that your mom? And then she said, no, that's not my mom. And then she just got this weird feeling of like something was going on and she didn't do anything about it. She came yeah. back to work the next day and she was a, a wreck. Like she yeah. knew she should have done something about it and she didn't. So like if she would have taken what you posted out there as far as like the training of what to look for and whatnot, maybe that would have helped. So therefore it's like, if we, as people take those things and we have people that want to enact change, take, take those training courses and, and really see how we can help, then maybe we can actually save people, you know, and one life safe is saved in that regard is incredibly huge, you know? Absolutely. And I think that's why too, sometimes it's so hard for us to like take any action because like when you're thinking, you're just thinking like, I want to help human sex trafficking. That's like so big. Like, I don't even know where to start. I think that's yeah. why even for months, I'm like, what do I do? And like, really, when you actually get passionate, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be human sex trafficking. It could be something else. But when you get passionate about something or you're, you can feel your passion, like you just have to look, like actually take time and, and look into something, look into, find an organization. And there's always ways. Donating is huge. Like an organization who they always, nonprofits, they need money to do the things they do. Donating, even just watching videos, like you're saying, like the training videos, praying is a big thing praying, you can do. Yeah. That's free, you know? And so- Using our authority too. We've been talking about this, Garrett, is using our authority as believers to get those evil spirits out of the people and actually bring justice to those people. Exactly. And I also feel like you said like it's such a big industry that we don't even know where to start and whatnot. And I feel like that's why it's such a big industry because it's always been one of those things that's been like, we kind of know about it, but like, we don't really see it. There's no like seeing of it. There's no, it's so underground that it's hard to even fathom how to stop it. But at the same time, that's why they've been getting away with it for so long is because there hasn't been any real action for it. And did you see, I don't know if you guys, I mean, nobody probably watches this, but like, Anyway, uh, Trump actually last night had a press conference in regards to talking about China. He was actually talking about uh, the like Biden's plan for when if he were to be in office. And Trump actually was talking about the wall being uh, used to stop sex trafficking and was I talking about that. the he was talking about the tunnels. He was talking about Obama and yeah. Hillary. He said, I can't tell yeah. you now what what I can't tell you everything now. He even said that on live television. I was like, oh, my gosh, this dude is like actually yeah. like legit actually fighting for justice for for human sex trafficking and right. they keep trying to stop him they keep trying to stop him they keep trying I to wonder why they exactly because they're all involved and it's so crazy and it's so mind-boggling and it's so like i want the world to know this but it yeah. feels like everybody just doesn't they're blinded to the truth and like the enemy is blinding them or i don't know what it is but it really bothers me and i'm so glad that y'all are like on the team with us man because we're like we're also like we're skeptical about vaccines because it's all money with big pharma. It's, everything is just all sketchy, you know? And I'm so glad I will say that publicly. I don't even care. <laughs> I, used to, I used to do a stand-up joke about it too. And people got so weird, you know? Yeah, no, we're and, with you all that. <laughs> yeah. Will you tell us your stand-up joke? Yeah. I said that, uh, my, my, uh, my, my wife, uh, when she, when we first got married, uh, she was getting older. She was like 26. She's like, I really either want to have a baby or I want to have a dog. And I was like, ah, oh, I don't really want to walk a dog. So I guess we'll have a baby. And I was like, cause that's a logical decision to make when you're a struggling stand-up comedian. 
And then that, that part usually got a laugh. And then uh, I was like, uh, but oh, what did I say? Okay, I said, uh, I basically went on to say that uh, now I have a baby beautiful boy. His name is Malachi. Uh, if you've never read the Bible, you might think his name is Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> and uh he but for the first few months he was crying non-stop he would just cry 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 and i was like dang we should have got a dog and then that part usually gets a laugh and then i was like man i, I think he cried so much because he actually he's not vaccinated i think that's why he cries so much and then the crowd got like tense right and then i was like i was like uh what like i mean me and my, I, don't, I don't really know where i stand about it my wife doesn't want to do it but and i don't really want to argue but sometimes we do argue and then when she's not looking, I'll cough in his face and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I ended with, well, like, oh, well, uh, maybe we'll see what happens. Maybe in a couple of years, we'll be able to get that dog. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it, it was the other side. It was the other side. But I still supported my wife. It was just kind of like you couldn't tell what team I was on throughout the entire joke. And that's why I, I mean, it wasn't like the yeah. best joke I had. Trust me. It was like one of those ones where I was like, I want to tell this one tonight. Don't want to ruin I people's think, nights, but I think it's brilliant, bro. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. But uh, it was like it's funny because uh, I always felt weird about telling the joke because like I didn't even know where I stood because I didn't do my research. But I mean, Catherine's done enough research for the both of us. And, do your research, uh, people, not you, Zachary, but yeah. Raya, but you know, other people. No, important for sure. to do your research. <laughs> yeah, and then it, it all just seems to come down to money. Everything in this country comes down to money and what what they have their 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 hands in your pockets for. And, uh, how do you guys, are you guys doing homeschooling for your kids or like as far as your future? No, never. Nope. So Alabama, you can get vaccination exemptions. So through the state local health department for religious reasons, right? Yep. That's another big thing that, you know, was great about us moving here. Adelaide is so social. She needs to be around people. Like she is such a social butterfly. So she's actually starting school in August Mm -hmm. and she is so excited. And so, yeah, no, we are, neither one of us, unfortunately have the capacity. Of course. Yeah. I was just curious as to what your plan was uh, in that that regard. Because if we needed to, like if something happened, we definitely would. But right now we're not. Yeah. Uh, Catherine is big on researching also like kind of what they're teaching our kids as far as like they're indoctrinating us into like believing the left side of everything for the most part mm-hmm. and like yeah. taking stuff out of textbooks and just completely taking prayer out of school, taking God's name out of the, the Pledge of Allegiance and everything is just seems very like over the top. So like she's she does her research and she's a little weary about school and the future and whatnot. But uh, we got a few more years before we have to make that full decision for Malachi. And, it's uh, good to know, though, because, yeah, like the school that we got her in, it's not free because it's like a, just like a I don't even know what it, exactly. But they teach like Bible and stuff, oh, too. Nice. Like they, I think that's important to know. Like, Absolutely. Like what, like, what here's, some, here's something that's going to blow your mind, Zach. What version of the Bible do you read? Uh, NIV? NLT. NLT. Nice. Okay. Good. And then the True Passion oh. translation uh, on the phone, like the Bible Ooh. app. I like that, one. bro. Um, so NIV currently right now, if you go to the Bible app, they have already taken out huge passages of scripture. And I didn't believe it until uh, it was on the internet and they said, go go to your Bible app right now and look up this scripture. And it was just gone. It wasn't there. And then like, like four or five different scriptures were just taken out. And so, and going back to research, it's just, 
got to do your research, but we're also in a day and a time a society where it's so hard to know what and who to believe because it's yeah. like everyone disagrees with everyone. This person will come up with the research that says this and another doctor will come up with the research that refutes that. But then another doctor comes up and it's mm-hmm. like one day they say, okay, if you eat meat, it'll kill you. The next day mm-hmm. they'll say, okay, you have to eat meat, nothing else. Um, you know, I grew up, I grew up learning that if I eat multiple meals, small meals throughout the day that that's the fastest way to speed my metabolism and lose weight and now their research comes out and says no intermittent, intermittent fasting, fasting. Yeah, yeah it's like eat one meal and then go very long periods so it's just like just in everything it's hard to know who to listen to it's hard to know who to believe that's why it's you know just important to really Dude, and the, the science is always changing uh and they yeah. it's very yeah. like they even even the remember back when we were kids they used to say salt was bad it's because big sugar put out that propaganda that says salt is bad just so people would think salt is bad instead of their sugar products so that they can right. make money off the sugar. So right. it's all a big scheme. It's all yeah. the science is always changing. And that's why when people that don't believe in God bring up science, I'm like, what? Science always changes. There's an agenda behind everything pretty much. And yeah. so that takes us all the way back to the first thing we talked about. So it's that's so important to be Dear able to, yeah, to, to really get in your word, to know what God's saying in the word. You should have the able, final say on yeah, everything that just, you do in your life. Yeah. So Holy Spirit was, was given to us to guide us into all truth. And so um, that's, you know, he's that meter for us, you know. Aren't y'all so grateful that y'all have, both have Jesus like as a, as a couple? Isn't that like, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I'm just going to say Catherine took a risk marrying you, but <laughs> she, she really, she really has got to be happy. She now. must have prophetically seen <laughs> you now. Yeah. <laughs> she, she told me too. Cause when I like, uh, recently we were having a discussion and she told me that she's always wanted a man that like loves Jesus, like with all, all his heart. And I felt like God told me, like she felt that God still called her to marry me because she thought that that day would come you know, where I'd be on fire like I am right now. And Boom. Uh, yeah, and it's just, it's, it's so interesting just seeing her, like the way, because I, I even think that too, because like I think of like how I am now and how it was then when I didn't really, like I knew about Jesus, I went to church, but that that doesn't mean anything. Uh, and then, and then how I am now. And I just started thinking, I was like, how, like, what, what did she like? What did she see? Like, what, why did she do that? Like, why did she make that? Sit? So I had to just ask her and she told me that she, she had faith that one day it'll come. And I was like, Wow. And she didn't push me or anything. She never like yeah. opened the Bible for me or anything. Like I had to do it. Like, that is amazing. Yeah. She must be a powerful prayer, bro. She was she was <laughs> like, Lord. No, but honestly, I think you're amazing. And I think it's super cool. Just even y'all's story. Can I get preach you one more time on another topic I'm passionate about real quick? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Bro, I have a real heart right now for so in the scripture it talks about there's gonna be a people who are gonna come to the Lord and say, you know, Lord, Lord, did I not this, that, and the other? And he's going to say away from me, I never knew you. And I feel like there's so, such a high percentage of, especially Americans. Again, I don't like to lump every country, but just in this, the way that Americans do Christianity, where it's like, okay, I prayed a prayer and now I'm good. I can just do whatever I want. I don't really need to know him. like, like, Like you were and like I was growing up, I knew all about him, never actually knew him. Mm-hmm. And I, and that, that really scares me. Not it literally, I'm cool with someone saying, I want anything to do with Jesus. And you know, I'm cool with it. Jesus didn't make people follow him. He gave us all the choice. If you don't want to go after Jesus, if you want to go to hell, you know what I'm saying? Like I, that, that's up to you. Hey, and I, I give you that right. I'm not going to fight you on it. But what scares me is the people who think they're Christians, but don't actually know the father 
who mm-hmm. one day are going to be before him. And he's going to say, I never knew you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That, that terrifies me. And so I have a real heart for just, uh, just Christians and people out there truly like go, go spend time with him. Go, you know, get, yeah. he, he wants to know you and, and, uh, you need to know him. And so, yeah. Yeah. And I'm so big on that on the pod is like, as much as I like people listening to the podcast, I'm also always telling them, go read, go do this, go be at your own time. Don't just come tune in. Like, thank you for tuning in, but also go do it because like the Bible is so heavy. Like it's, and I always thought so weirdly about the Bible because I've always like heard from the people that I shouldn't have listened to that. Like, like the Bible has been, uh, transcribed over years people probably changed it and all this stuff but i'm like you can't even if it's changed a little bit or whatnot it's so like you can just tell that the people like god made those people write what they wrote for a reason you know like and that's yeah and especially like if you think about like the intelligence level of people back two thousand years ago for them to like write such like powerful words and just such tight sentences like that's un- insane because it's like dude 2000 years ago, like, you, you know, they weren't as smart as like we are now, you know, but they had, they had God with them, you know, it's like, it's, it's just mm-hmm. mind boggling. And I really just want people to read. Cause like, that's how I fell in love is reading, you know, I read a really cool book one time, actually, my dad was reading it and I read some of it, but, and I won't remember cause it's been so long, but it was super, I wish I can remember the name cause I'd love to go back and read it. It was amazing though, because it talked about everything that the Lord commanded them to do in the old Testament. Uh, for like, okay. So for an example, at that time they would wash their hands in a bowl of water and the Lord commanded them to wash in running water. And, but little did they know before doctors and all this stuff that that was leading to their, they're just washing in their own bacteria and filth. And so that was leading to infection and death because they don't have doctors. And so there were just, it, the whole book is just that it goes after instance after instance on things mm-hmm. that like doctors and stuff hadn't like, they didn't have this technology or the understanding on things that, that God would tell them to do that didn't seem to make sense, but they were things that it was because he obviously knew. And so I, it was just, just super cool. Um, There's just, just so much in there. Study. Yeah. Yeah. That, that applies to the, it's like the living word of God for a reason. It's yeah, for sure. Bro. It speaks. I have a, I have a friend, man, my, my best friend, I got him to read John and he's loving it. And I, I'm so excited for him because he's like my best bud, you know? So, and his girlfriend also is interested too. Like she, she's heard a couple of the podcasts and she said she's teared up and whatnot, even though like they don't know anything, you know, they're very, they're uneducated, you know? And it's not like they refuse God. They just, they don't know. And uh, she, she, he told me that she's starting to read too, but she's starting in Genesis. And like, oh, no. I, I, I know, I know, I know. And I told him, I texted him. I was like, can I message her? Because like, I just feel like for the people listening, I, I don't know. I just feel like you have to start with Jesus. Do you agree with that? Like when you read the Bible, you have to find out who Jesus is before you can actually appreciate everything else that is said. Yeah, I was always taught a good rule of thumb for a brand new believer was tell them to go through start in Matthew, like you're saying, which is starting with Jesus and go through the New Testament, but also incorporate Psalms. some Psalms and Proverbs and Genesis really isn't that bad. I mean, it's kind of cool to know the beginning of the earth and all that. But yeah. like you're saying, you get in some of those Old Testament books before you actually know the person of Jesus and you might yeah. just, it won't do it for you. Yeah, it is, but it's just yeah. tougher. Like it's just, yeah. also well, I have a friend who is like sold on a Ephesians, like I started on Ephesians, 
I tell everyone to start an Ephesians. So yeah. maybe Ephesians would be one too. Really yeah, I don't know. I, I Ephesians. Ephesians. Is, I love Ephesians, but also like I liked seeing the. I mean, the thing. Yeah, that what I'm just. I think what got me was John just seeing the way, even though he writes in third person, which is kind of strange. Uh, after reading everybody else's gospel, I'm like, can you stop doing that? He's like the other <laughs> disciple, who who was the most beloved. <laughs> like it's like just right normal uh and i never noticed that until like after i read it i was like then when i read the other ones i was like oh it isn't third person but uh i just feel like you have to know like what jesus did when he was here and yeah. just the way he the way he died because when when i saw when i read how he died and and what happened after he died i was like i have to know more i can't yeah. just let this stop so i was like all right i guess i'm in it and then i was like all right and then i finished another book and i was like i gotta finish the whole thing you know so uh, I just, I just, I was wondering what your thoughts were about somebody starting in Genesis. Cause I just feel like that's a way to start and not finish or start and just not really be interested in, and just completely go back to your old way without even ever coming back or coming back so much later when you could have him now, you know? So I'm going to send her a message. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, the whole Bible actually the same points to Jesus. Ephesians points to Jesus. Genesis points to Jesus. So why not just start with the story of Jesus? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Matthew's not, I, I, the reason I say John instead of Matthew is because I once read Matthew in high school uh, when I worked at Outback, uh, I was like 19 or 20 uh, and I read it, but I didn't like all the parables. I, I don't know if I was just too young and it was like, because the, the parables still sometimes I read them on, I, I don't get it, you know? So like starting with the parables as a completely new believer is like, whoa, you know? So I, I feel like there's not a lot of parables in John from my, from my recollection of reading it the first, a few uh, yeah. months ago. So yeah. that, that's why I always say John first, but yeah, I was just wondering what you guys thought about that. So, so last, last question, I think we already talked about this. What's next for y'all in your heart? Do you think that God is doing for you guys in the next season? Jesus. Just all, all the Jesus just putting on yeah. for, for the city. Uh, that's it, bro. We just, we just want to, to love God and love people. And um, again, we kind of talked about the nonprofit. We kind of talked about possibly building a gun range. Yeah. Um, ultimately our hearts, it, our heart and our whole life is just, it's just ministry. Well, we obviously work and do other stuff in the process, but mm -hmm. like our whole life is just literally Jesus. It's a sense of, we, we realize that we are put on this planet for him and to live through him for other people. And it's just like, so, I mean, in everything we do, you know, we, that's, that's just our focus. And your podcast seems to be going very well, Kaylin. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Love it. It's definitely one of my favorite things to do. And I definitely see a little bit of a shift in the future, maybe on like bringing in other topics of conversation. Cause I love business. Like I love it. Yeah. So that's like, you know, what I've focused on, but mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I just, I just feel God stirring things. So, and that's and the thing like, we, we go ahead. I was gonna say, I just love how different variety of guests you have. And you guys are always talking about so much different things that I feel like can apply to so many things that like I'm doing, you know, and it's like, I'm not even really doing much, but a podcast and, and whatnot, but like hearing the marketing strategies one, and then hearing the leaving, leaving, uh, the, the girl that left her, uh, her job as a teacher and she went on and did even better things. You know, it's like, it kind of mm -hmm. just, it's, it's life. Your, your podcast is life, you know? And I love how in your intro, you even talk about, I think God is so good still, you know, I'm one of those old fashioned, they think God is so good still. And I love that because it's like, I love how you bring, you put God in the beginning. You're like, all right, like, just so you know, 
Yeah. We're going to be talking about business, but it's all about, you know, and (laughs) uh, so I think you should just, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for you. And you've actually like seeing you, what you've done, like as you started before I did, uh, and I just love to kind of like see what you're doing and kind of like pull from you and just, and all that. And it's been really cool to have you, uh, on my team, you know, and, uh, we, and we, we, I think you guys have such big voices, uh, from, from, from the way I feel about y'all, y'all have such big voices in this world. And I think y'all should continue using those. And I, I, it feels like you, you already are, but I think it's just going to get even better and bigger. Well, not, not even that we just are in love with this podcast because you were doing an incredible job, by the way. I was just going through your podcast today, looking at all your episodes and like listening to some as well. I'm like, man, he's killing it. But beyond the podcast, you are incredible. Like seriously, you, uh, there's just something on your life. God, there's an anointing on your life. Like the Lord wants to use you. You're going to, you're going to touch, uh, just people everywhere you go. I just see it all over you. Uh, you're going to preach. You're going to, you're going to literally just, even in a practical sense, you're going to make people understand, uh, just, I just feel like you're going to unlock revelation for people and who Jesus is. And so, um, thank you, man. I bro, hope so. And look, that's what Lord, it feels. Lord has a huge plan for your life. I'm so excited to see how he continues to use you, uh, see what ministries you're running in 10 years and you know, what, yeah. whatever's happening. So keep doing what you're doing, bro. Thank you, Garrett. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah you, I just want to say, something. we're just going to empower you with all the love. I was going to say, I just feel like you have such a gift with people in the way you can relate to people and you just speak to them on a level that they feel like, Oh my gosh, she gets me but you also are able to teach them and you're just you. the way you're just around people is a gift. Like I have known you since high school and like, we don't talk as much as I feel like we talk. Like every time I talk to you, I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's like my best friend. And like, you're not really like my best friend, but that's just the, the way that, I mean, you are, and you're not, you yeah. know what I mean? Like we just yeah, have, I such, get you. you just have such a way with people where you just make them feel like right at home. And yeah. that's something that a lot of Christians are not good at honestly yeah. like they're very judgmental very critical and so i think that's a special gift that god has given you where people will let you in because of just your gift and like the way that you see them and treat them so it's really special and we are super proud of you and all that you're doing it's amazing oh thank you so much and i'm so glad that i i finally can see like what god has called me to do because my whole life i've just been kind of searching one thing next thing next thing next thing and i'm like yeah. i feel like this is finally it and it's like there's nothing better than this so it's like I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. And I there's more to you. come. There's more to come for you. Yeah. For sure. It's just the beginning. What a beautiful conversation I got to have with Kaylin and Garrett. Uh, it meant the world to me to be able to talk to them all things Jesus and just really get deep and real on everything. And just, man, just to hear their story and to share it with you guys, because they've been an inspiration to me and they've definitely been a Kickstarter in my own faith. And I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. If you guys enjoyed this, uh, share it with some friends. Uh, subscribe to the show if this is your first time here and definitely check out talk with the k podcast kaylin is awesome uh, she has all types of guests on uh, you learn so much from just listening to her podcast about business about marketing about about faith about life about motherhood everything is involved in her podcast which i love so much so please check that out and uh, uh, stay tuned for another episode coming out on tuesday love you guys y'all be safe enjoy your weekend from me all right see you i like chickens <laughs>